Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. I don't know how else to describe it other than they are kind of like fatherly in a way. I know Heather said yeah. daddy, <laughs> but I wasn't even thinking of it in that way, really. Heather's mind was going a different direction with that. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome to Lovecast, the Boys Love Podcast. I am your host, Alexa, and with me are my co-hosts, Kayla and Pixie. Hey. Hey. So today we're doing a very me-centric episode because we are <laughs> doing doing this one for me. Mm. But yeah, we're doing our little history of episode on Max Tools. So we'll be going deep into my favorite pairing, the people's favorite pairing, you know, the fathers of the industry, as people like to call them. But before we get into it, we did just want to do like another little plug. We're going to be, by the time this comes out, I think we'll probably be like, what, two weeks away from the Thailand trip. So yeah, that we're, right now as of recording, we're like exactly 30 days away from all of us leaving for Thailand, which is kind of crazy. And when this comes out, we'll, it'll be like two weeks from the trip. So I guess we just kind of wanted to plug it, you know, like we're still planning and funding a lot of different things that we're going to be doing while we're there. So you guys were amazing with the Kickstarter. That's literally the only reason we are able to go on that trip and your funding made it possible for us to be able to buy the tickets and stuff like that. So thank yeah. you again for that. But like, yeah, if you, if you did still feel compelled to donate or if you mixed, missed, mixed, missed out on the Kickstarter time period, things like buying our merch helps us mm -hmm. a lot. We see those funds immediately. We also have like coffee, coffee, PayPal, those kind of links down in the description that you can always mm -hmm. donate to as well as our Patreon, if you wanted to get something in return for your donations. We're putting out a lot more content over there. We've started doing trailer reactions. We always put out like clips from our interviews, early release clips, and reviews are going up on there and stuff like that. So, you know, just a couple of different avenues yeah. that you guys can support us at if you're interested. We're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff there regardless. But, you know, anything helps and makes it a little bit more... Yeah, it will open more doors yeah. for us, yeah. kind of. Mm -hmm. yeah. It takes a little bit of the monetary stress, I guess, out of the whole thing. Pressure, mm -hmm. yeah. So anything helps, and it'll it'll help things go a little bit smoother for us in the planning process and stuff like that. So no pressure, of course, ever. But if that's something yeah. you guys are interested in helping with, you know where our links are. Mm -hmm. So, Yeah. All right, so let's get into it. Doing a deep dive into the fandom proclaimed fathers of boys love, which like I don't technically they're not really like the first people to ever be doing like a boys love series, but I guess it's kind of just from their the energy they bring to it and stuff like that mm -hmm. that they've kind of gotten that nickname. But we are going to be talking about Max and Toll, who I'm sure most people probably know them unless you're like very, very new to BL since they haven't been doing as much in the past couple years. But they're a pretty big BL pairing who's known for, I guess, their chemistry, their bond, things like that. They're my personal favorite pairing across BL. So if you've watched the podcast to any 
extensive degree. You've probably heard me talk about them in at least one or two episodes. But yeah, we're just kind of going to be diving into their career, their projects that they've done together, just kind of talking about what makes them special and why they kind of have had the longevity that they do in the industry. And yeah, I'm going to try not to over co-opt the whole episode and just (laughs) ramble, Um, but we'll see how it goes. Mm -hmm. So starting with the general info, Max and Toll of Maxwell. So Max is younger at 28 and Toll is 30. Max primarily works as an actor. He's done a lot of different projects over the years, but he also recently opened a bar just called Nua Near Bar, which I hope I didn't butcher that pronunciation, but he's putting putting a lot of work into that recently as well. We um, are a hundred percent going there oh, when yeah. we're in Thailand. <laughs> Just I like, saying. <laughs> I want that that's like one of the top things on my list that I want to do. Like we want to Especially visit like a of- after hearing who stopped by the bar and met Max there. Yeah. Yeah. So a couple of our like friends of the podcast and like mm-hmm. listeners were mm-hmm. in our server were in Thailand mm-hmm. earlier this year and they were visiting his bar and like he just happened to be there that Shows night. And they they were just like chatting with him like, and dang. you know, taking pictures and stuff like that. So obviously we'd be going there no matter what because we want to yeah. visit like all of the BL boy owned like cafes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like the added like knowing the story of like how people were friends with and talk with have like gotten to like hang out and chat with him there is like kind of bumped it up on the list so mm-hmm. we'll definitely be there we um, will be filming hopefully yes hopefully we can get some good content out of it yeah and then tool also works as an actor but obviously in recent years he's been much more focused on his education and career so he completed his undergrad in architecture and he just a couple weeks ago graduated with his master's in real estate development from columbia university which is in New York, which congrats to him. That's like mm-hmm. insane. <laughs> Graduating I think from you, Columbia with a master's. I think you need to mention his like American name when oh. you're talking about that. <laughs> yes, he's been he's been living as Tyler for the past year while he's oh! in America. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, Tool, aka Tyler, as he goes by in America. So he just finished his master's degree in real estate development which is something that he had been wanting to do like since pre-pandemic, but obviously had to delay it a couple years because of that. So I'm sure that's really exciting that he just finished it. And I guess we'll mm-hmm. be coming back to Thailand soon to do acting, working, who knows. But he also owns a couple different businesses. He has a Thai massage business, which I think has a couple branches. And then he also co-owns like a menstrual product company mm-hmm. with his sister, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a little bit about them, I guess, as individuals. And they've been acting together since 2016, mainly under productions from the the TV company TV Thunder. Tool is signed there as an actor, whereas Max is more of a freelance, I guess. He's not signed to a specific production company, but Mm -hmm. all of their projects that they've done together, at least, have been through TV Thunder. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So diving a bit into, okay, so when I was making the this run sheet, they both had like a lot more extensive acting resumes than I realized. Like they've been acting since before together with me and have been in a lot of like Lackhorns and stuff like that. So I kind of narrowed it down to just the other like LGBTQ plus media that they've been in over the years as individuals. So Max has been in Bangkok Love Stories, which is one of those like famous seasonal um, Thai series where Sorry. each season kind of has like different anthology stories within it. And they kind of just, you know, it's a little bit different each time. Everyone does something different. And mm-hmm. his was called Innocence. And he was playing the love interest of the main character in that, who was also a man. And he was like... I think he was his character was like a stripper or something like that. Like at least oh. there was a scene of him stripping. I remember seeing the clips of that. Hmm. But yeah, so he's in Bangkok Love Stories Innocence. And then he'll also be playing in the series The Outing later this year, playing the character Chess, which isn't out yet. But the way he's described the character is like he's kind of just someone who is into anyone and everyone. So 
kind of gives the vibes that he'll be playing a queer character in that. And he's also said his character, he's like hinted at his character, like being paired up with Top Tap, who was also going to be in that Ooh. series. And then Non Cool, who is one of the leads in the historical BL, I feel you linger in the air that's yeah. coming out later this year. So yeah, it seems like it's going to be like very like messy friend zone-esque kind of. I think the whole premise is like this company goes on an outing together and over the course of a couple days, like all these crazy like hookups and drama and more sinister things happen. So yeah, I'm here for it. Yeah, I've been really <laughs> looking forward to it. I don't know when it's coming out. Or if it'll be accessible, but like Top Tap Max, like that alone, like both of them yeah, even just being in the series worth. is like, yeah. God, I've been missing Top Tap. Mm. I know. Mm. And then for Toll, in terms of his solo acting work, I'm not familiar with a lot of the projects that they've been in, so they could have played like queer characters or more BLS-esque roles in some of these that I wasn't aware of. But I know one of the ma- major ones that Tool was in recently was in season four of Seneha Stories, which is also an anthology series. And he actually played a trans character in that. So he was meant to be playing a trans man in the show. It was just like a short special thing, like only two episodes. But I remember him talking about, you know, researching for the role and kind of mm-hmm. You know, he had never played a trans character before, so kind of like getting guidance and advice from trans people on playing that role and things like that. And that came out in 2022, so I guess before he left for school last year. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I remember really wanting to watch it when it came out, but it was one of those things that wasn't accessible, so, you know, didn't get to see it, but... I heard like good things about the people who did watch it, so or from the yeah. people who did watch it. I mean, it's nice to hear about like the other projects that they're doing, like separate from each other. Because mm-hmm. like when you're in like the BL world fandom, you sort of think of the actors as only doing BL projects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. they don't don't exist in between the projects. So yeah. you have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. And yeah, I didn't know about any of these to be honest, yeah. but it's Yeah, it's cool to see like and I think there's also like it kind of breaks the expectation that a lot of people in the fandom have that they like only work with each other and yeah. only do things with each other. And so it's nice to kind of hear about, like, the other work and kind of, you know, I think there's, like, this, I don't know if stigma is the right word, but, like, people say, like, oh, like, people do one BL and then they go off and kind of use that as a stepping stone mm-hmm. to get into, like, the the het industry and stuff yeah. like that. So it's cool to see, like, actors who are doing it all all together and kind of yeah i mean there's definitely plenty of actors who've done that but i do think like one of the reasons why max and toll are so popular are because they're very genuine about their involvement in bls Mm -hmm. and each other Mm -hmm. and they've never they've never (sighs) pretended to be anything other than what they are Mm -hmm. which is really really good friends yeah Mm -hmm. who are just comfortable with each other Mm -hmm. and can act together yeah i have more to say on that later when Mm -hmm. we get into the section (laughs) on what makes them so loved Mm -hmm. but getting into their acting history together so obviously most people probably know them from together with me which was their first series that they did as leads in 2017 but the characters of corn and knock actually started as a side couple and the series Bad Romance, which came out in 2016. Mm-hmm. And in that series, they were like an established couple. And I guess they were so popular from that that they ended up giving them a spinoff, which was together which with me, which was supposed to be the prequel of how the characters of Corn and Knock got together. And obviously together with me is like wildly popular, which I've said this before that I have a lot of feelings about it's definitely a show that didn't stand the test of time in terms of quality, if you ask me. Like, yeah, there's really the... not much going on in the story. No, um, I've there talked isn't. about that a lot. <laughs> and yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of questionable characters yeah. in it, and everything oh, feels like sort of like just filler stories to kind of like beef up the storyline. So much filler. <sighs> My younger sibling and I, like, during the pandemic, it was either 2020 or 21, 
like we were watching videos with each other like on Zoom and stuff just to kind of do stuff because we weren't going anywhere and we decided to rewatch together with me because like we both had these like really fond memories of like this is where we discovered Max School and stuff like that and like yeah. we literally we couldn't get even like halfway through that before we were like nothing is Why happening like <laughs> nothing <laughs> happens and like their chemistry is really like as Max School is really like everything <laughs> the yeah. only th- good thing that like I feel like remains from that show but yeah, yeah there's like a story between like a student and a professor there's like yeah, a doctor it, who preys it, on like 18 year old boys and it's just Predator. like oh my god <laughs> crazy girlfriend yeah, it, yeah it's got everything that's every red people can have <laughs> yeah it is in together with me <laughs> yeah and I, I mean like considering how much a red flag that show is it's very surprising to me that they made a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, couldn't they just have taken the two people who were so popular from the show and made something new? Because that story was not a story to build more on. Yeah. Like, it so was together a mess. With me I couldn't finish the sequel. I watched Neither did I. Um, I watched to the point where we got the f- first clue that there was like this cheating thing going cheating on, and I'm just like, yeah, no, <laughs> this is such like character assassination. I'm just like, that, no. That show <laughs> is the reason why I have was am so anti second seasons in BL mm-hmm. because it literally like the whole first season of Together with Me was like them trying to like understand their well specifically tools character like trying to understand his sexuality mm-hmm. and max's character was like so into him it was supposed to be such this like confident queer person who was so mm-hmm. sure of himself yeah. and they went through like all of this character development and like understanding yep. each other and their relationship and mm-hmm. then like the sequel just like completely fucked it all out the window and like everything Complete that they built on in the first season like what yeah. little character development and and relationship development there was, they just mm-hmm. like, yeah. And even with the side characters, like my least favorite thing about that show was how they took Farm, which was the character who was groomed by a doctor, oh, yeah. and basically turned him into the same into person that, that doctor was. Yeah. Oh. Like, why, why would you ever do that? Like, they took oh. a victim of, They like, were grooming. going for the revenge plot kind yeah. of oh thing. God, like, the doctor so got, like, what he deserved. But, dude, you made a kid a predator. What the fuck? It was so horrible to Weird. watch. Like, mm-hmm. so, yeah, Didn't together he have, with like, me. a creepy mustache, too? The cre- oh, no, no. <laughs> a pedo stash? <laughs> Like, what the uh, fuck? Yeah. So yeah, no, that- we we agree that if you want to watch anything by Max Tool, you you don't need to watch the sequel of Together yeah. with the next chapter. Yeah, I would. Say you like, don't need. Yeah, Together with Me. It's not great, but like it's washable, and like yeah. they are decent enough in that. The as, chemistry like, is amazing, yeah. so it's worth watching for yeah. that. But but the second seasons just don't don't even do it. Even the mm-hmm. like prequel, I guess original bad romance, I feel like was better than <laughs> Together with Me the next chapter. But so, at least yeah. bad romance mm-hmm. had the excuse of being from 2016. Yeah. Like yeah. the sequel to Together with Me was in 2018. Mhm. There was no there was no reason that it needed to be what it was. Yeah, so I will say, though, Together With Me gave us one of what I would say is the best female characters in BL to date, which was Zihua, who was, like, mm. their best friend. She was another person whose, like, character they kind of assassinated in the second season. Yeah. Like, she had this weird thing where, like, she was, like, with someone but was, like, having a fling with her boss almost kind of thing. So, like, another character assassination. But in the first season, like, Such she was... she was writing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they, they just went for all the laziest tropes in the second season. But in the first season, like, she was top tier. Like, she was written really well. She was a really good friend. She was really funny. Mm-hmm. So even though, like, the other women in the show, like, the ex, they did oh, really heavy on the horrible ex-girlfriend trope. <laughs> like, at least we had Yihua to kind of offset that. Mm. Didn't the women, like, evil women meet in, like, 
a hotel oh. room, like in some sort of council. <laughs> of like the like evil. Club of like people trying to get back on knock for cheating on porn plank like she actually brought in like all the other like women in the show it was wild so it was weird. Truly wild so uh, weird oh my yeah, gosh so, okay so yeah. then we move on from that era and i thought um, the next one i included was really interesting because kind of talking about how like this idea that bl actors can do other things outside of just being in BL together. So they were both in this lacorn called Singha Naka, which I also probably butchered the pronunciation of that. So they were both like had supporting roles in the show, but they weren't tied to each other at all romantically. So Max played like the villain in the show and mm-hmm. Tol had like said he played a police officer. I don't know like what kind of role that was, how relevant it was. But I just thought it was interesting that it was a show that, like, both of these actors were in who are a BL pairing, but, like, they weren't tied to each other at all in the show, and they both kind of had separate characters and arcs. So I thought that was cool, kind of talking Kind of like Brightwin with... F4. Yeah. F4. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, they're there. But, like, I don't even know, like, you know, if they their characters interacted in the show at all. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so they had that. And then we get into... The true masterpiece, which yes. was <laughs> Manner of Death, which came in oh. 2020, where they played Tan Bun, who were Tan, or Bun was a doctor, and mm-hmm. Tan was like, what, what was his job? He like owned a bar. He was kind of like a little bit of like a gang affiliated type situation going on there. He was a teacher as well. He, he no, he's not a sub- substitute teacher. He's like a after school teacher. Like a t- he has his, his own like tutoring um, school. Mm-hmm. I yeah. read the books, okay? <laughs> yeah, and then he had like his his bar and then he also like his family was like a gang. So, like, he was, like, affiliated with the gang in that way. Yeah, but I think um, he was, like, wasn't he adopted into it? Yeah, he was adopted because that was yeah. a whole subplot. But, yeah, so, yeah, so it was, like, it's, like, a murder yeah. mystery, like, uh, it's just, like, peak, like, when it came, like, at a time when we were all really looking for something different in BL. Yeah, do and... you remember when they released the half of the poster with just the suits and the hands? And yes. everyone's just like, who is that? We know who that is. Like, we can see you. They had, they hadn't been, they, they hadn't done a BL in two years. Yeah. And everyone was just like, it's them. It's yeah. them. <laughs> that was truly a time to be in fandom. Like, Maxwell's reunion project, like, oh, those were the days. And then it, it ended up being like such a quality series, too. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it just had, it had the romance, yeah. it had the mystery, it had the action. Yeah. I will um, say though, like it is an adaption from the book. If you mm-hmm. expect it to be the same as the book, it's not. They adapted yeah. it pretty heavily, but they kept the core values of it, like mm-hmm. the great writing, the great characters. And you do get like, I got a lot out of reading the books before I saw the show because I knew a little more about their thought process, mm-hmm. which you can't know in the tv shows because you don't know what's in their heads but they did a really good job adapting it it both the book and the show has its own merits and Mm -hmm. own reasons to like watch and read yeah i think my one issue that i had with the series was the proposal yeah i agree that's not in the book by the way like that is not in the book (laughs) it was such a weird like they had just been through all of this trauma together like almost died multiple times and so his thought was like let me make you think that you are being chased through the woods by men with guns after you've been people are trying to murder you multiple times at this point throughout this show but he's like haha just kidding it's me proposing to you like bro what the fuck it's a mention honestly what was that i would have said no i would have been like (laughs) no (laughs) reject it yeah, I know. It felt like it was really like a last minute thing. And they just like, oh, choice. this might be like cute. And I'm just like, no, they <laughs> didn't it think it through. A, yeah, because that was the thing. Because like, Bon, who was Tool's character, like found it romantic and he was having this emotional reaction. I was like, dude, 
you were just re-traumatized. Like, yeah, you just used one. all of your trauma <laughs> yeah. that you have been through to, like... <laughs> That, that was, was like the up. one place yeah. where I think that they really dropped the ball. Like it was yeah. just like such a weird choice. Um, yeah, dude, I kind of had a problem with them putting in the scenes that they knew each other from school. Oh, like, yeah, the random like college mm, flashbacks. Yeah, I didn't. I I mean that uh, that ruined their whole dynamic throughout. Mm-hmm the the show like i pretend that didn't happen it's not from the books it never happened in the books it just they had such like a lot of mental and stuff going on with the whole Mm -hmm. hostage situation Mm -hmm. (laughs) what you want to call it and it, it sort of feels cheap when they try to pin it on like oh yeah tan always had these feelings for him yeah but he didn't actually like it was just the chemistry they had together that mm-hmm. made it like they didn't start off romantic from either sides. Like yeah. it just it was the mutual chemistry, which is perfect for Max Tool mm-hmm. because they just have this chemistry that mm-hmm. works so well. Yeah, the the like child like the college flashbacks weren't needed to like no it didn't add anything to the relationship Mm. that life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much like unexpected medical costs that's why united healthcare provides health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs learn more at uh1.com there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juvederm.com. That they had already built up. So, yeah. Yeah. That and the proposal scene. We just pretend that they don't exist yeah. and then it's a perfect show. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Would recommend. Yeah. I mean, I feel some people forget that Man of Death exists. Not enough people are talking about it. I it was know like so... it's three years ago. It's still it's, so it relevant. It should not be forgotten. It should it's not be forgotten. It's still so relevant. Because, like, I feel like it really gave people what they were looking for. It was mm-hmm. not in a university setting. It had a very much more a- adult darker. vibe that people... It was darker. It had, like, these murder mystery elements that, like, really kept you on your toes. Like, it just really had it all to offer. And it was Max Tool of all people who could, like, really pull off everything and then, like, to have Max Tool as the leads as well. Like, it just... Yeah, it was It was perfect. really just, like, yeah. And they also had, like, they cameoed as Tan and Bun in Triage, which was another series in The Salmon, who was the author, like, her novel universe, which starred mm-hmm. Tay and T from Two Moons, the OG Two Moons. 
And then, so they cameoed as Tan and Bun in that. And then, of mm-hmm. course, there's constantly rumors about Transplant, which is the sequel to yeah. Manner of Death being adapted. So someone, a little birdie, told me that they heard that the rights were recently picked up by, like, I don't know if it was TV Thunder or another production company. And then, like, there was this whole interview that Max did where he was like, they were asking him about projects and he was like, oh, I have something, but like, we're just waiting for things to mm-hmm. fall into place. And like, I'm sure the fans know what I mean by that kind of thing, which kind of like really mm-hmm. implies that like they're it's... waiting for a toll to come back to Thailand for yeah. things to kind of take off. Mm-hmm. They said a couple years ago before, I guess, Tools Study Abroad started like accelerating that they were going to do another project together. And I don't yeah. know if that was Transplant. If mm-hmm. there was something else in the works, but so a lot of people think seem to think that transplant with them will be happening once Toll is back in Thailand and kind of situated, but I guess we'll see. Yeah. I would like to see it, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see what happens. As far as I know, Toll is not like dude is fucking everywhere except Thailand. Like he was just in Alaska. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. He's you know, just having fun after graduating. So we'll see yeah, where things it's go. The right time probably, to do that, so. Yeah. I would say if we do get something it would probably will not be until next year maybe or mm. late this year, depending on how fast things film and stuff like that. But yeah. Fingers crossed. Yes. So let's talk about why people love Max and Toll so much. I feel like we really kind of touched on it. The chemistry that they have is just like, I mean, I know like if you go the way of like physical chemistry, like in their shows, like they know how to bring the heat, which I know people really like to see. I feel like that was one of the reasons why so many people tuned into Together With Me because like the whole Mm -hmm. show opened up with like them basically like drunkenly hooking up and like you know, the, yeah. there, that were, that's like one of the things that people talk about the most when it comes to that series is like, yeah, the physical they don't scenes hold between back. them. <laughs> like, yeah, literally. Yeah. And like, they have fun with it, too. Like, they talk about yeah. like making out with each other and like doing all these intimate scenes and like, mm-hmm. you know, they're just like really comfortable with it, which is nice yeah. to see. And like, I think it kind of ties into what Pixie was saying earlier, that like, they're they're very just like transparent with what their relationship is, is like really close friends who see each other as brothers. But at the same mm-hmm. time, like, I think because they're so clear about that aspect of their relationship, they're not afraid to just, like, go all in on the fan service thing. Like, yeah, they'll. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they've, like, made out during... Not made out, but, like, kissed during fan meets on stage and stuff like that before, which, like, we all have mixed feelings about actors being, like, having to do those types of things during fan meets and yeah. that yeah. kind of stuff. But... I think they're not afraid to go like heavier on these fan service acts because they're so open they're about what their actual relationship to each other is, which is not yeah. anything romantic. I mean, I sort of feel like Max Toll, they're the like embodiment of what BL is. Mm-hmm. Like take away toxic masculinity, put in like men actually expressing feelings, being comfortable in their own skins with their own sexualities, whether that is straight, gay, or whatever, and and not be, like, panicking about being How intimate with another guy or yeah. mm-hmm. different kinds of intimacy that mm-hmm. is often looked down upon as, like, a feminine thing mm-hmm. or as weak. Mm-hmm. And they just... They have no issues with it and they're just open and with each other. And you, you just see the level of trust they have in each other. Mm-hmm. And it's so refreshing. Yeah. Heather said all that plus they're hot. <laughs> plus they're hot. But I mean, I would, I would say that all that also makes them makes hot. Makes it hot. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of when we were doing our off gun deep dive. And I think it might have been Kayla who was kind of just saying, like, they just kind of act with each other however they want and, like, mm-hmm. just, like, let their mm-hmm. relationship exist and kind of mm-hmm. let people interpret that however they want to without, like, yeah. being weird about it. They don't put any, like, ideas in people's minds of, like, what mm-hmm. is this relationship, which I think is, you know, a big aspect of what BL pairings and fan service is for a lot of other couples. So, you know, I think it just makes 
their interactions really fun to watch. And there's a lot of genuine friendship there that is shown in different ways, which I just really appreciate seeing. And I think another big thing that has made them really, like, stand out to me over the years is their advocacy for the Mm. community. So they're very, they're both very aware of their role as actors in BL and, you know, what those roles mean for queer representation and also how that representation, like, reflects on the actual queer community and stuff like that. So they've been very vocal about, like, using their platform as BL actors that they've, you know, the platform they've earned as playing queer people and kind of giving that attention back to the actual queer community. So they're very Mm -hmm. vocal advocates for the LGBT community. They're also very vocal advocates for other marginalized community. Like Mm -hmm. Toll especially has spoken up about a lot of like racism and, you know, uh, things that are happening out even outside of Thailand, like in regards to Black Lives Matter and those kind of things. Like they just have a really strong sense of advocacy overall, which I think it's easy to... I don't know where I was going with that. I guess just easy. It's easy to take like the kind of fame that you get from BL and mm-hmm. take it for granted. I'm not implying mm-hmm. that everyone or anyone does that, but inevitably mm-hmm. people in the industry are going to take that popularity for granted. And I just kind of appreciate that they've always acknowledged yeah. where their popularity has come from yeah. in terms of the I real do- community. Sometimes feel like some BL actors are very performance driven. It's like gay for show kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And you don't get that with these two, with everything they do with like their pride photo shoots and just advocacy in general. It doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like they're trying to push something. They're just, it's just like they're genuine thoughts and idea and how they feel like the world should be kind of deal yeah like you can tell that they genuinely like care about the issues that they're speaking on and don't necessarily like i don't know if it's called rainbow capitalism like when it's applying to like bl actors and stuff like Mm -hmm. that but it's in that same vein of rainbow capitalism as like making a rainbow your profile picture during pride month but like yeah what else do you do the rest of the year and so like i think Mm -hmm. they kind of are outside of that realm and and, yeah. and like their advocacy extends beyond just one month of the year or you know one post here or there you know so yeah and they're absolutely doing this outside of their bl projects like mm-hmm. the two years between together with me sequel and manner of death they were still very active about mm-hmm. these stuff even mm-hmm. though they didn't have any projects like together so i mean yeah it's genuine Tool was at Pride in New York last year, and that was like that. I don't know. That just made me so happy to see. Like you know, that was his chance to, I guess, be away from all of his BL fame. But you know, mm-hmm. like he was still out marching in the parade and kind of supporting the community in that way. And like, yeah. you know, he was just supporting. doing it for himself, not yeah. for anyone else. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I just think that they're genuinely good people, and I think mm-hmm. that that also kind of contributes to why they're still, I don't know if relevance the right word, but I don't know. I think they just have a lot of traits that make people want to see them no matter how much time has passed. And I think they've also found a good routine of like, I guess staying in the industry and like making it work for them and not, I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say. I guess, like, viewing it as more of a long-term thing as opposed to just, like, a one-and-done type situation. I don't know if that makes sense. But, Mm -hmm. yeah. I just think they have a lot of good to offer. So Yeah. And they're not trying to distance themselves from their BL roles. I know, like, some actors who've had success in BL kind of, like, oh, yeah, I'm not that BL character. Stop talking about that BL character. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we see a lot of that. So, yeah, it's just like they're proud of what they do. They're proud of the roles that they've played. They're proud of the impact that it's made. And so they mm-hmm. aren't ashamed to, like, embrace what comes with it, but also doing it in a way that's, like, healthy for the fans and healthy for them as the actors and the roles and stuff like that. So, yeah. 
I don't know. Any other thoughts about what we think is coming next for them? What we want to see from them in the future? Like, I I wouldn't mind seeing them as Tan and Bun again. Mm-hmm. But I also really want something new for them. Yeah. I mean, they're very... They fit into, like, the popular type of shows that are popular right now it's like older more mature Mm -hmm. yeah i just outside the university realm yeah yeah i want more from them other than because they tend to have this like with knock and corn like they had three shows basically yeah. playing yeah. corn, right so they tend to get stuck <laughs> with some characters over time and i really just hope that we like it's been three years we need we need a new one yeah I, would, I think it would be nice to see something fresh like i was thinking about when i was like making the run sheet like would i like to see transplant I mean, if that's the project that they're gonna do, like, I'll take it, but... It's a good book, so it'll be a good story, but... It's definitely, they're definitely starting off with stronger storyline and characters than they hadn't ever had in, like, the Together With Me franchise, so, like, we're definitely starting off way better than we were then. But yeah, I think it would be nice to see them just come back and do something completely Mm -hmm. different and kind of just... I don't know, start a new universe, maybe do like an original something that's like not based on a series or something like that. But honestly, I'll take anything. Like I just I just would love to see them. I'd be happy to see them acting together again. So yeah. yeah. Heather was asking if there's any further content for people wanting to get into Max Tool beside their shows. Honestly, like I was researching and like looking to see if they've ever done any like you know, like, there's Earth Makes Space and Off Gun Fun Night and that kind of stuff. But, like, they've never had anything like that. And I think that's kind of where the benefit of, you know, having a company like GMMTV behind you comes mm-hmm. into. Because, like, you get the production budget to be able to do those kind of long-term, like, reality series and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, they have done, like, they've done, like, a lot of interviews and appearances that I've really liked over the years. Where they've had, like, a really, a lot of good things to say. But... No, like, consistent long-term content. Yeah, but I I think that works for them, too. Like, that, I think their chemistry and their way of being isn't performative enough mm. to have, like, a show like that. It works for other people. And I'm not saying that that's a negative thing, being mm-hmm. performative like Afghan. But I think, like, they, they're more genuine and more, like, it's it's more... It's more of a natural thing, and I don't think it would play out as well with, like, the reality or talk show-ish kind of way. So kind of have that, like, semi-structured format to them. Yeah. No matter, like, how script editors are not, like, mm-hmm. I think, like, a program like that is always going to have some structured aspect. Yeah, I agree. I think, like, it's just fun to watch them interact and, like... Yeah. Just watch their, sounds kind of creepy, watch their friendship, but just like kind Mm -hmm. of observe how they like interact with each other. And I think, like I said, they do have a lot of good interviews out there, but like, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. I'm not familiar with like the channels and stuff to know like what they're called off the top of my head. They did some really Mm -hmm. good ones around manner of death promotions Mm -hmm. where they kind of talked a lot about having been in the industry for some time and like coming back to work together in a BL role again. And Talking a lot about, like, their friendship and brotherhood over mm. the years and that kind of stuff. So yeah. I usually just, like, Google, like, Max Tool Interview. Not Google, yeah. YouTube search Max Tool Interview, and you'll find some good ones. Yeah, I mean, the best way to get to know them is just to watch their shows, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. That's where people fall in love with them. I think, funnily enough, I really liked watching the behind-the-scenes stuff for Together With Me which mm-hmm. a lot of that is subbed on YouTube at this point, but they were just like having so much fun with the characters and having so much fun, you know, with like the intensity of the relationship that they were p- portraying in that show and kind of all the mess of it, which, 
you know, obviously when I was getting to know Max Tool, that was the first thing I had watched. So I was kind of trying to consume all of the content around it. And that like the all the behind the scenes footage from Together With Me still sticks out as something that I think is just a lot of fun to watch and kind of see their personalities. Like if you're looking for something that kind of shows their personalities, not when acting like, yeah, the BTS content and Heather said the BTS content for Manner of Death as well. Like, it's just nice to see how they interact with each other. So, yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot of fun, like, compilations and edits that you can find out there of their best moments and interview clips and stuff like that. And I think it'll all kind of give you the vibe of what makes them so fun and enjoyable to watch. So, yeah. 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 I think Fathers of BL is a really great way to describe them (laughs) because even if you don't follow them actively, they're always like this almost paternal or even like big brother type presence in the BL space that just feels very comforting. And of course, them being so comfortable with what they're doing themselves adds to that. And it kind of, I don't think you would consider it a meme, a prompt. It kind of reminds me of that prompt that's like, who would you leave your drink with at a bar Mm -hmm. when you went to the bathroom? And I feel like Max and Toll is like, that's a good, they're a good answer for that. They just have that kind of like, I don't know how else to describe it other than they are kind of like fatherly in a way. I know Heather said a daddy, (laughs) but (laughs) I wasn't even thinking of it. In that way, really? Heather's mind was going a different direction with that. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think they're those people that, like, you were saying, like, even if you've not watched their projects, like, I think that everyone knows who Max and Tool are to some degree, whether that be because of their chemistry or the way that they interact with their fans or their longevity as, like, I mean, there's very few... BL pairings that are still active, which, like, I think Off Gun is another one who's been active from around that period, but, like, not many are still active, and I guess, like, you could argue that Max Tool aren't right now either, because, you know, Tool's kind of been off doing his academic thing, but I think it's a little bit different than, like, stepping away from BL completely, as, like, a lot of pairings from that time period have done, so I think, like, anyone who is coming into BL, like, Unless you literally just walked in, like, last month, you're probably going to have heard of Max and Tool at some point. Even if you just walked in two days ago, they always come up when Pride Month starts because of, like, their their photo shoots and, like, their their advocacy and the way that they talk about Pride in the queer community. So, yeah. like, even if I mean, June 1st was your first day. If you I've listened been- to this podcast before, you've definitely heard about them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I used to find a way to bring them up in like almost every episode, honestly. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we made a TikTok at one point of all the times I'd like mentioned Max Tool in like the first season of the podcast. Yeah. So yeah, the pride photo shoots. I think we kind of spoke about it in terms of their like talking about their advocacies. But yeah, I think that's like one of the things that like they've done it a couple years in a row, obviously not last year. And I don't know if, you know, Tool will be back in Thailand to do one this year, but they're always iconic. And I know the, the one-year tool made this, like, really well-written, in-depth post about, like, his role as a BL actor and kind of why he wants to use his platform to advocate for the community because of what he's gotten from the queer community as by acting as a BL actor and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mm-hmm. think there's just a lot of good that comes from Maxon Tool. So that's why they're my faves. Just good eggs yeah. all around. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I guess that's it for our Max and Toll deep dive. If you're a fan, let us know like what your favorite project is of theirs, what your favorite interview moment that you've seen from them is, or interaction that you've seen over the years. If you're not a fan, I definitely urge you to go check out some of their work. I would say start with Manner of Death. <laughs> start with the good and then go further yeah. if you want to see some of their older stuff that's a little bit more green and not as you know well put together as manner of death yeah i mean manner of death their chemistry in that one starts off right away so 
you won't be disappointed. Yeah, it's a good place to start. If you're gonna if you're yeah. gonna go back and watch through stuff, it's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so share your thoughts with us down in the comments or over on our social media. If you like the episode and the discussion and my rambling about them, you can rate and review the episode on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and also drop a like here, which really helps out with the YouTube algorithm. And share it with your friends, your other Max Tool friends, your Max Tool fans that you follow or interact with. Um, we want to, you know, get a lot of people enjoying the episode and kind of learning about them. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to be all for this week, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Maybe while we're in Thailand. Maybe while we're just rainbow colors. Tattoo, dye your hair. Yes. Do it all. Rebel. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.